Welcome back to the Comptown Podcast. This is episode 105, 105. Presented by Parse Rum, my favorite rum, your favorite rum. When I say Parse, you say rum. rum. Nice. I've get I've been getting uh, a few of those during during the way it goes, especially like right behind the dugout. There's a few people who've been getting on the Parse train. A lot to talk about. Opening day happened since the Ian's last hot. time. Ian's hot. A good couple days. Got squared up in the kneecap, Duffy, for me. And you started a brawl. I heard from sources within the clubhouse you told Keegan to hit McCutcheon. Stop. And he said, "Don't even put that out there." That is. You said that you would pay. You would pay his finances and game check suspension. So it's so false. Everything that I've said and will continue to say is that the scouting reports from the Brewers for a number of our guys for the past few years have been heaters in soft away. And so guys have been getting plunked. I don't think it's malicious, but I think if you're going to throw in there, you got to be able to command it. Don't tell it to Dakota. He disagrees. No, I don't disagree, but I disagree with the statement of like, if you throw in there, you better command it or don't go inside. It's like, Oh, like don't go inside. Okay. You want fastballs right over the heart of the plate. Let's do that. Like I get what you're saying. It's a lot of times to get hit, but don't say like, if you can't go in, don't. It's like, I mean, you have to. Like, I don't know what's going to be. Yeah, but you can't you just can't be 10 inches off the inside. It can't be yes. in the middle of the batter's box. If it's no, just off in, it's just off in. But it can't be in the middle of the batter's box. I agree. That many times. Yeah, I think that was about Willie getting hit 15 times. Nothing That's to do with insane, me. dude. But I got squared up in the kneecap. But I was with two strikes, and I got on base. It was great. And you got taken out of the game. You're sitting on your stats. You sitting on my stats dude. early. What a fucking player! And I thought I thought McCutcheon's comments were pretty. You guys see McCutcheon's comments about? Yeah, my I got a question about that. Why does like throwing a first pitch off speed? Like, why did that get him so mad? Just to get because he settled in. He said, "See, but I'm actually with McCutcheon on that. I agree. If you're gonna do something, which the league thinks they did because they suspended Keegan, just to clarify." If you are going to do something, I agree. Like, you do it on the first pitch. Like, I don't get trying. I think he threw a cutter away and then, like, three fastballs in. Like, I thought – I like the way McCutcheon phrased it because he said, like, he has no problem with it, like retaliation kind of thing. But, like, you do it with the first pitch. But what, what's, what's the difference? What happened to him in the past was somebody threw – somebody went slider, slider – and so, like, he wasn't ready to get hit. And so he was, like, in the diving, at-bat. Kind of diving? Yeah. And then they ran a heater and hit him in the ribs and broke his rib. Because, like, if you know you're going to get hit, I was talking about – who I was talking to? most talking about when I got hit by the White Sox on purpose a couple of years back, 17, because Lack hit a bunch of dudes by accident and on purpose, but hit, like, hit a Brave twice, hit three guys in one inning. So I was the next guy up. The first pitch was – 95 and I got out of the way and then I was like oh shit they're trying to hit me and I was like okay so the next pitch I was ready for it and I just went like ah and it hit me in the ass you know but I was ready to get hit and I get like if you're in the middle of the bat especially right on right or left on left and you're not ready for it and then you expose something and get hurt like nobody wants guys to get hurt that way so yeah i, I, I also have a lot of respect for mccutcheon so i get where he's coming from my biggest takeaway from that jay hay came in hot and jay hay doesn't ever get mad he's usually like the mediator 
Wouldn't want to be so, in front of that man. He was fired up. He came sprinting. He was the first one there. He came sprinting in from center. It's I was in funny. the I was in the uh, training room getting X-rays on my kneecap, and it was like I didn't even I wasn't I was turned away from the game because I was getting my knee looked at, and everyone was joining on the field. I was like, well, "What's going on?" Then you what's came that? hobbling out and you fucking threw hands. It was crazy. It's funny, like I used to be completely on, you know, hey, throw at this guy if he does something, like whatever. But I've been hit in the head. And like getting hurt in 19 so many times that I am just so over people throwing at people. So See, over it. But that's the other thing. Not saying he did it on purpose, but if he did, it was the perfect spot. You hit him right in the ass cheek. Like that's like, where if you're a if you're a hitter, you're like, oh, like you got me. That's where you want to get hit. I've just been like I said, I've been hit so many times in the last three years that I'm like, you know what? Done with it. You've been I understand. Yeah, they I understand Willie's frustration. Hey, and one of them was fucking Dakota. There's a slider that hit you're you in the shoulder. Sick. You're sick. It was 79 and hit you in the shoulder. Hey, it's close to my head. It was an act. You think you I was happy about me. that? You think I was happy about that? You're a free out, and I just you're gave you a base. Killed me. I'm from you're the tube. What would you like to say, me. Tom? Uh, we actually got this question on Saturday morning. So before this, I think this was in response to the Mets. Nationals bench clearing thing on Friday night. Someone said, oh, yeah. Jill, uh, she had a question for Dakota. What is basically the question is, what is his role in a bench's clearing? Because he has to come from the bullpen. Is he one of the guys that sprints in? Is he a jogging guy? Do you participate? They wanted to know what kind of your deal is generally in those situations. Dakota, you better be on the fucking front line if you're six eight. We've Real cleared. Quick. Real quick, before you go, I just want the audience, all of the fans, to know that Tom is uh, doing this episode from a submarine, and that's why he sounds like that. <laughs> good, Dakota. It sounds great. In the, I'm going to edit it so well, it's going to sound terrific. Yeah, it's going to sound like T-Pain by the time this thing airs. Go ahead. Um, I've only had benches clear once, and like the bullpen, like you're the last people in there, so it's not like I can be in the front, in the middle. But I'm not a big, like, if I'm not a part of it, like, I'm more of just a mediator. Like, I don't really – like, if I'm not out there and I'm not the one that hits someone and I'm not all fired up, like, I can't really, like, generate anger. I I think I said it last year when we were in a scruffle with the White Sox. And, like, I've – like you said, you know, I've been in one or two before, but not one in the big leagues, obviously. That was, like, the most eye-opening thing that I've seen in a while. Like, I was just sitting there. I was like – there was about 40 people as mad as anybody could ever be screaming. Nobody can hear a thing. And I'm like, look to my right, like two feet away from me is fucking Tony La Russa. And I'm just like, what is going on? Like Tony La Russa is right next to me. If Tony, it's, said, it's great to meet you, Tony. I'm yeah, Zach. Like, if somebody would have said like, hey, man, guess what? You're going to be in a bench claim somewhat of a brawl and Tony La Russa is going to be right next to you. Right. Imagine if somebody would have told you that in 2005. That's what I'm like, I'm sorry. But there's always people like, I feel like there's guys on each team that have different roles. Like Willie's kind of the hothead that's going to get shit stern. And then you usually, Jay Hayes, like the mediator. And then you got like Nico, who just doesn't want that. He's like, just end this. Like, I don't want this to happen anymore. And like, there's just everyone, like you just need the mediators to be good about the hotheads. Like everybody, everybody has a role to play. Yes. It's I'm the guy in the back. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, no, no, fuck you. I, I said, fuck you, not fuck me. Fuck you. Yeah, bro. That's right. I said it. Dakota. That's right. Yeah, yeah it was me. It was over here. It's like 
people are just nuts. You can get like just mollywopped from. You've seen that shit in minor league games where yes. the guys come running in and throw baseballs. It's not. It's not something to like fuck with. Like you don't go in there, like just like happy go lucky. Like you could get rocked, smoked. You get you gotta have your head on a swivel. Yeah. I think if if we're on offense, I'm keeping my helmet on, making sure I have some protection. Oh yeah, smart. Um, what else would you like to talk about from opening weekend? Cubbies had a good series. Cubbies had a really good series. Offense looked great. Starting pitching was fantastic. The really cool for the Cubbies. For all of us that came up as Cubbies to see on Saturday, four homegrown Cubbies pitched and didn't give up a run. Shutout from four drafted Cubbies, including friend of the pod, Scott Efros. Scotty Efros fan question of the day. He got one out and it was a punch out, correct? I, yes. I took a video of Scott when they were doing the intro lineups or like, you know, your opening day, like they go down the line. He had the dorkiest little smirk on his face when the camera went to him. And I sent it to him and he goes, I was so fucking nervous. I didn't know what to do. I was like, just like waved, like just give it a nod. He like had a little smirk. It was hilarious. He, I saw some a video of him. It was like a, the pitch before he struck Adamus out, it was like a 10% strike. And he gave it the old like two step off the mound. Ooh, should have been a strike there. I'm like, Scott, you're disgusting. 10% gross. Come on. What are you going to go Tigers? Javi, was that opening day or the day after? The oh, Javi. Their, their opening day. And then today, he just hit a go-ahead homer in the eighth to, to win it. The guy's He's a so freak. Nasty. for the big moment. He's so nasty. They're going to love him there. Yeah. How's that? Zach, give us an update on what you're up to. Yeah, I'm actually in Des Moines, where Dakota and I should be hanging out. But... And that's why Zach's in a bad mood, like Ian said. Yeah, apparently I'm in a bad mood today. This morning before I even woke up, Ian just put me in a in a blender. Um, you were in a bad mood. I was not in a bad mood. And should be seeing Dakota, which is very unfortunate, but we all know Dakota's working hard and getting ready. Can you tell us about what you're trying to do to get a haircut? Yeah, you're I'm firing fine. off DMs. You're DMing barbers in Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. Which is a crazy move. I don't think it's that crazy. They have their own shops. It's, I'm sure they're pretty tough. And I say, hey, if we get some guys, would you either come in or could we, you know, come at a different time before you open? Before, but like, it's really not that. It's not that big of a deal. I literally told you of good barber shops and you're like, you I don't trust them. Okay. Well, look at Dakota's cut. Dakota's got a fresh cut going right now. I did. I went to uh, boardroom down here in Arizona. And you know what is nice? First of all, haircuts are getting expensive, but this place, like, I did the pan, like, I got pampered. Like, I got, like, Ooh. a face massage, a little head massage. They I even, like, massage, they massage, like, your hands and your arms. I'm like, what is happening right well, now? No, wow. wow. no wonder why it's expensive. It was 45 bucks. No, it was 45 bucks for a normal haircut. It was 60 for that, but I had, like, a coupon from Keegan. Because he went there before, gave me the coupon, saved me fifteen bucks. A good friend. And if you go to like great clips nowadays, it's twenty five bucks, and they might shave your head off. You don't know. <laughs> you twenty five bucks you is decapitated. Like, twenty five bucks is not expensive for a haircut. Okay, but would you spend twenty more for a better haircut, especially you? Yeah, you're one hundred percent. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So what are you yelling at me for? 
I'm not, I'm not getting a massage at my haircut. It's 45 bucks. It was a great haircut. And I got a little massage and felt great. I'm just cutting all of this. They had like this nice music. It was like real, like calming. No, just cut my hair. Cut my hair and make me look pretty. Do you talk to the barber? No. Uh, Unless, you know, unless the boy, I know if I know him. Yeah. But I don't, I don't really, I like sitting there in silence. I love getting haircuts. I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. I try to give them short answers so they know I don't want to talk. I can't. I, I don't, I'm not going to talk to the barber. And you don't like talking. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, well, come on. Well, I like talking to you guys every week. I, mean, I, didn't, know, I didn't know you did today. I didn't think you wanted to talk. Uh, about. You weren't excited to talk about it. That's why. It's a good point. At 10 in the morning. I mean, come on. Some other really exciting things from opening day, opening weekend. Our guy, friend of the pod, Kyle Schwaba, Homer. First Philly batter of the year, Homer, mm-hmm. leadoff Homer. Sick. Full count. Absolute laser. Tony Toe Taps, Rizzo, two homers, okay, in the first two games. And then he had a stick RBI knock. Tom, this is a question for you, okay, from the submarine. Does New York love Tony Riz right now? I don't know. Yes. Oh, they did. They definitely do. I saw one thing that was really cool. People were talking about is uh, I forget the Yankee reliever. Uh, one, they had a couple guys who were making their major league debuts. One of them pitched Saturday. And I oh, think Ron, Ron uh, Maracino. Yes, I, I, I honestly I, I knew his name, but I wasn't trying to pronounce it, and I didn't want to butcher it. Uh, so he made his debut, and I think he started with five straight balls. And the catcher came out to the mound, and then Rizzo came over, kind of gave him a couple words. Responded, I think, with two Ks in the inning. We got out of it. People were like, look at the Rizzo impact. This is why you do it. You know, a little bit of leadership out of that guy like that. Calm down the guy in his uh, major league debut. I'll tell you who else. Who, I'll tell you who else gives a mound visit if you're struggling. His name's Zach Short. He tells you an inappropriate joke that I cannot say on air. But That's it gets it calms you down every time. Good. Not anymore, though. Now we got the uh the old the the count mound visit rule. Mount visits, yeah. I don't really like to waste. Them. I'd rather hear from you telling me a joke than have the catcher come out and be like, throw strikes. I'm like, oh, really? I'm going to try that now. I didn't think to yeah. do that yet, but now I'm going to throw strikes. Thanks, man. See you later. Hey, Ron, Ron's pitching right now. I did see from John Boy that he feels like the Yanks are a whole new team this year. But didn't Different he? from the 2021 Yanks. Isn't the rumor – this could have been false. I thought I saw this on Twitter. Isn't the rumor that he told Judge not to take that deal? That Tony told Judge not to take that deal? I thought I saw that, that on Twitter. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I thought I heard something that said, like, Rizzo told Judge there's no loyalty in this game. Like, test free agency and get your money. I saw so, that, too. There, and they, there were, I think he did a press conference the day after, right after they announced that Aaron Judge wasn't signing. And they said, like, what do you talk to Judge about? And that was one like one line from it that I think a lot of people probably took. Yeah, I don't think Rizzo told him not to sign. I think he just provided the context of like, hey, look at Freddie Freeman. Like even guys who have been there for a decade necessarily don't get treated well. And obviously, I think Riz has his own background he can look into as well. But I don't think he told him not to sign. I think yeah, he just he just gave him like his experience and like said, do with it what you will. Yeah, I'm, that's what I didn't mean. Like he said, don't take it. Like go to free agency. He was just like, hey, like this is what happens, man. Like do what you think's best. Yeah. He's going to get paid either way. I mean, speaking he's going to get. Speaking of extensions. 350. 
But he was he was gonna make thirty point five a year. I think he's worth more. Oh, whoa, really? I don't and say you got it. How accurate are those things? And you what? I don't know. Did the Yankees come out and say this is exactly what we offered him? Cashman, yeah. I think Cashman literally said that. He literally said this is what we offered him. He, he said would have been the highest Yankees player ever. <laughs> he can still resign. Yeah, he can yeah, still resign. Isn't Hey, he's in the driver's seat. Good for him. Hope he hope he goes out and wins the MVP. Except for Tony Totaps, who is the front runner for the MVP. Uh, or Zach Short when he gets to the show. Good point. And friend of the pod, uh, future rookie of the year, Torkelson. And other friend of the pod, Robbie Grossman. And Josh Donaldson. A lot of friends in the AL. And Josh, and Josh Donaldson. Donaldson. And Man. Josh Donaldson. We're cool. We have a lot of friends. Key Brian Hayes, eight for 70. Go right ahead. Good for him. I that's like people like the that's similar to like the the Abby or uh Ozzy Albies deal and people are like why would they take it so like some people will say like wait it's not similar to Ozzy Albies deal Ozzy Albies signed for thirty five million oh that was it eight for thirty five ooh okay never mind way different double the price I like if you're complaining as that as a fan I dare you to say no to somebody like that if they come up to you and say hey man it's right here that's what and people will say like oh you're not betting on yourself I'm like. What? Like I'm making nine million dollars a year? Sure. No, like that's more money than you could ever need. Yeah, I think it's one of those deals that it's right now, both sides. It's like, yeah, that's not bad. It could go horribly for the Pirates, or it could go horribly for Key Brian Hayes. It could go either way. Where he could, he can. That guy's a good baseball player. He's a great yeah. defender. He's a really good hitter. He could put up All Star level production for the next eight years and left a ton of money on the table or he could have a couple down years or injuries that are unforeseen. I think locking that money in for him, good for him. Awesome. Ian, two years ago, they offer you that deal. Are you saying what color ink? Uh, yeah, I think like those numbers, when, when you get up into that range, it's like, how do you not, that's life-changing money. I think that mm-hmm. like, that's why you see what the White Sox have been able to do with their young guys, you know, offering Eloy and Luis Robert and some of those dudes, you know, 50 plus to start their careers. It's like, and you, you, never, you never know with like injuries, like say someone blows an ACL or whatever, like say you have an injury that like affects the way you play and like, you're just never the same player. It's like, you're not getting a contract worth that much ever again. Like take your money. Yeah. 100%. What do you got, Tom? I was going to say a lot of people obviously were against the deal on Twitter saying, you know, how would you take it, whatever. You guys made all the good points. Another point on the other side of that as well is you look at Scott Kingery. He's a guy, before he played a major league game, signed six for 24. Now, this year, he's not even on the Phillies 40, man. He's on, he's in AAA making, you know, four and a half, five million, whatever. People thought that was a terrible deal for him at the time. Now, I'm sure, obviously, he's glad four years later that he took that deal because, He's looking, you know, his life significantly better for doing it. So there are plenty of opportunities of guys. Now, he brands uh, has more major experience than King did at the time, but still, there's plenty of guys who can go the other way as well. Yeah, there's guys on both ends of the spectrum. There's dudes that sign early deals like Ozzy Albies, who will totally outperform it. Acuna will totally outperform his. Uh, you know, Riz outperformed his. But you know, it's the other thing is how much does that financial security let you go and play baseball, and not worry about 
the other stuff. Um, you know, I think there's I think there's real arguments to both sides of it, and it's it is a much different game than it was ten years ago because signing that early deal doesn't necessarily mean that the team will treat you the right way on the back end for doing that. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of examples early, you know, before where guys would sign that early deal, get their first money. And then when they were, you know, that thing was up at 2930, the team would re up them and uh, make sure that they were on the club for life, which is not, uh, not so much the case anymore. Let's move on. I was going to switch, uh, switch topics. I got a, I got a little one, diff- different one. What do you guys got on the mic'd up during the games? I thought that was really, I thought it was cool, but really weird. Before yeah. we get into the mic up before the games, did you know that those mics ups, they're not actually, but what if they were brought to you by Roman? That'd be crazy. Like get Roman? Like get Roman. Roman.com backslash compound. And if you're prescribed, you get 15% off your first month of ED treatment. Do you know that? I, I do now. I'm glad. And Ian, you know what the keyword is? Discreet. Roman's system is completely confidential and totally discreet. No big logos or labels on the packages. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will, will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. It ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is, remember that word? What was it? Discreet, straightforward, and convenient. Go to GetRoman.com compound. That's GetRoman.com compound. The truth is that ED is really common. In fact, 52% of guys age 40 to 70 experience some form of erectile dysfunction. And you can go to getroman.com slash compound now to speak to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional about erectile dysfunction and get 15% off your first month of treatment. When the moment of intimacy arrives, you need to be ready, Roman ready. I want to be Roman ready when uh, I'm wearing the hot mic in the game. Do you see that they're like nominating people for it too? It's like the chain. I saw that. That was pretty cool. It would be really cool. I don't want to put this out there, but like, how cool would you feel if like Joey Votto was walking up, running off the field, and nominating you to be the next mic'd up guy? Yeah. Or nominating you to get Roman.com backslash compound. Ian, would you do mic'd up? I would do yeah. mic'd up. Uh, I did mic'd up in 2020. I did the two way for ESPN. Um, and it was, it was cool playing the outfield doing that. Like I was, I was into it. I think you can, it helps. It, I don't know if it helps, but like Kiki Kike was really good at like talking through the game. Like it helps you think through the game and you can kind of, talk the fans through it but still keep yourself involved and like locked in i thought he did a really good job that's why zach loves it because his fucking best friend did it the best friend who doesn't know that we're friends exactly but you're still you know um i is it weird to say like not weird but like it would be in my opinion harder as an infielder to do that than an outfielder infielder has a lot to do like i I feel like you have a lot to communicate i I didn't want to say it but like I mean, you have a lot to kind of go over. You're talking to two people next to you at all times, you know, as the ball's co- – I don't know. I, I think it'd be I think it'd be tough to do in the middle for sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think it's made for the outfield much more. Yeah. But Joey did it at first and was really good. Yeah, Joe – I mean, 
that guy is one of the most like people person talking like he can talk to anybody it seems like you imagine a catcher doing it how about the the sign thing oh, a few teams Ooh. are doing it those uh the pitch com signs brought to you by getroman.com backslash compound but for 15 15 dollars off your first month not actually brought to you by get Roman. not actually but what if it was what if it was? Ian, you know what we need to talk about that I forgot to remind you of last week that I need to remind you of this week since we were on the topic of contracts a second ago? <laughs> Justin Upton's DFA? Justin Upton got DFA. Okay, wait, right. can I talk about PitchCom real quick? So I actually do want to talk yes, about PitchCom. Yes, sorry. Sorry, I forgot okay. about that. So the PitchCom thing, I do, I, some people hate it. I don't hate it. I think it's I fine. I don't really care. I think it's fine. The one thing that I don't like about PitchCom is that it lets pitchers work too quick. That's what they were saying last night on Sunday Night These Baseball. guys. Isn't yeah. that what These you guys, want? No, they said, like, you, you're you in the box and you're getting, like, quick pitched. Yep. Oops. Sorry. New tactic. Because, like, they have, like, is the, the catcher can hit it whenever. And, like, umpires aren't paying attention. Like, because there is a rule that you can't give the sign until the guy's in the box. But, like, the, you know, the courtesy is, like, once that guy's, like, getting ready is that a rule yeah like when the umpire has time you can't give a sign see because there's multiple times where like i've gotten like the catcher like we'll make eye contact it'll just quick throw down a one before the guy gets in the box so like he doesn't have to give a sign yeah or like if a guy on second he sees he's not looking like he'll just quick flash it tom uh if you have the rule book at hand you could check that but i'm pretty sure that that's illegal for the uh i think when the umpire has time you cannot give a sign yeah, let me go check my copy of the MLB rule book. It's right over here. I'll just go grab it from the shelf really quick. Right back. Yeah, I think it I Thank think you. it's uh section twenty-four uh B. The um pitchcom does like especially for dudes that already work quick, they have the pitch really, really fast and um they are ready to throw. And I think that at times it's uh, a little too much. But the thing is the MLB loves that because all they care about is how fast the game goes. It's gonna go from three minutes and three hours and five minutes to three hours and three minutes. That's literally what this is all about, though. They're like, let's get it to two fifty-five instead of three oh five. I'm like, oh, now people will watch. I have a question. Ian, what is it? So you know how like umpires have gotten like they get fooled sometimes, like on calls. We're like, oh shit, like I didn't know that was coming back. What if they had the thing in too, so they knew what was coming? I don't hate that. Imagine if they were tipping pitches too, like on accident. And they were like moving to get behind it. But yeah. it would be it would be kind of good so they know like fastball away, so they just know what they're looking for. That's what I'm saying. I wish that umpires had because they have good. the earpiece now that they hear from you know, they hear from New York. I wish in the home plate umpire's ear, it would be like strike and they'd be like that was two inches outside just so you know but that's yeah, what i mean like if i, I feel think. like if they know Later. The fastball away is coming and you drill your spot and the guy set up off the blade he's probably going to call a strike well they do that anyway well, i will good, say it's a good pitch i will say the first the first two days of our series the guys were really locked in they were they were on it was that I, I think that was the day you had the walk that on Saturday and I texted you what a pro A B. 
Yeah. Thanks for the text. Appreciate you. Yeah. Because yeah. I watch my friends. Probably not. Probably didn't answer. He actually did. He got cocky and said, that's what I do. What were you going to say, Zach? Oh, Justin Upton. Actually, it was something good about this series. Fuck. Okay, oh, let's talk about Justin. No, no, hey, no, don't. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. The umpires announcing replays. Sick as fuck. We got to experience one, and it was a big one because a run would have scored, and it didn't go our way, but it was a really cool reaction from the fans. I think it's going to be really cool, like, in playoffs when it's a huge moment, and it's yeah. like – so you can go now. It's all you, brother. Well, <laughs> we we whiffed this a couple weeks ago, but a day or two days before the season started, Justin Upton got DFA'd by the Angels. It was owed $28 million. He has been a solid, productive player for a very long time. Production, not quite what it was. But instead of trying to, I don't know, I mean, instead of anything, they just said, nah, we'll eat the $28 million so that we somebody else can play. Crazy. What Briz said about no loyalty in this game, that's a definition. He's, he's still a free agent too, right? Nobody picked him up. That's just like, you don't see teams just eat money like that. Like, they're literally just paying his contract, and he's not, like, they're, they're losing $28 million. I couldn't believe it. And I will tell you that our entire clubhouse is like, what? I couldn't believe like, and I'm saying this is, would be a bonkers idea, but like, why not? I don't know if he has options, but like just option him. Then like, maybe he goes well, to triple and hits 500. I think he's got 10 and five rights. You can't option. Oh, that's a rule. I did not know about. Um, Take that off our table. Then uh, you can't mind. like get it, There's once you reach a certain level of service, you can't get, to, you can't get. Have you reached there yet, Ian? Uh, no. <laughs> That's low key a shot at you. I'm sorry. That was mean. I didn't. I take it back. Ian, I take it back. Don't replace me with Scott. Still be my friend. Bring Scotty on the pod. How about that, Zach? How Ian's literally trying to steal Scott from us as a friend. I told. I like. It's just sad, really. Like we brought Scott to Ian, introduced the two, and now they're just going to leave us. Scotty, Scotty, I'm a big fan of Scotty. Scotty's the man. I need him in the game more. I'm going to tell Ross. You go and just shoot him a text, huh? I There's no way I would ever do that, but I need Scotty in there more often. He's only thrown once, and what he do? He struck out the guy he faced. Ross, yep. he got a one-game suspension, too. Maybe Greeny will put him in, then. The Masters brought to you by Athletic Greens. Yeah. It, green. Oh, man. Keep that <laughs> in. That is what a smart guy I am. Go ahead, Ian. Read him it. Athletic greens from the Masters green jacket. Why don't why don't why don't you do it? Come on. I you're much better at re- I'm no, no. Too, I mess around it. too much. This is your company. But you I can them. like feed into it. You got to hit the key points. All right. All right. Well, we need to touch on the Masters because what a week. And I said going in, if Tiger was in contention Sunday. Every game should have been 7 a.m. and we should have been done by the time he was on the tee. Just mandatory. He he made sure Saturday that he wasn't. So, But the Masters weekend, I don't know if you know this, but the Masters was sponsored by, it actually wasn't, but what if it was sponsored by Athletic Greens? Your favorite greens, my favorite greens. I'm wearing green. The Masters jacket is green. I got a green shirt. It's like mint green. I had Athletic Greens today. You had some today? Yeah, Tom also sent me a care package of more stuff. I have like a ton of it now. And then there's one like this little dietary supplement squirter thing. 
little drops. I take one of those and then I make myself my little, little athletic green drink, sip right on it. Tastes delicious. Zach, did you get your athletic greens yet? No, why would I? Tom hates that. Well, hey, I'm on a fucking billboard in New York City and I can't get any athletic greens. I ain't on that billboard. Wouldn't know. Let me tell you. We'll talk about that after. We'll talk about that. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get into the billboard, I just want you to know that athletic greens contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. Well, Dakota, how's it taste? It's delicious. I'm dead serious. I need Zach to try it. Zach, because you've drank green juice before. It actually tastes good. Like, I literally, like, I enjoy drinking it. Less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health. Everybody should get on the Athletic Greens train, just like Dakota is. I'm like Popeye. I take it, and I feel my muscles grow. Let's talk about the Masters. Scotty Shevler pulled it out. I mean, actually, I was nervous for him on 18 because I was, was like, starting to feel like that, how he must have just – Barely missing, but all. See, but I saw a tweet that said something like, "Why not just six putt and be like, I six putted eighteen and still won the Masters." Like, I think that was harmless of that. Did you see? He came out and said how Sunday morning. So he has what a huge lead going into Sunday. Said he woke up and four was, um, huh? Was it only four? Three or four? It was only three or four because Cam Smith made a push Saturday. I think it was ten to seven. No way. Okay. Um, anyway, I think he, it was said close. he woke up. And was talking to his wife and was saying, like, he said he was crying like a baby because he didn't know if he could handle it all. Like, just how much anxiety he had, like, the pressure of the moment. That's, like, that's really cool for somebody like him to come out and say that, like, just to prove that they're not robots. Mm-hmm. We're not robots. I mean, look at it this way, too, Zach. He's, he's younger than us. I, I, don't, I really so, don't want to talk so about that. So, that feels good. And he's just won four, four of his last six starts, I think. 25? I think he's 25, yeah, 24, 25. He's young. That doesn't make any sense. He, I know, like, uh, me and, like, Zach have talked about him before. He has the craziest swing, too. Like, his he's legs. a baseball swing. He's a scissor you, Yes, it's insane how he hits the ball where he wants. I love it. He was a UT guy, Texas guy. Um, and he just absolutely dominated the entire week. That was... uh. Pretty impressive. And Tiger's ovation on 18 was really cool. See, Rory's round on Sunday was awesome. What was cool about Tiger, one, he made the he shot a 71. He shot one under par a year removed from almost getting his leg amputated. And then, like, he made the cut, and that's insane in its own right. And, like, it was just cool to see him, like, happy. At the end of each round, like, even Saturday and Sunday when he didn't play good, like, he was smiling because he's basically like, I shouldn't be here. And somehow yeah. I'm still playing at the Masters on a Sunday. It was such a feat for him to just be there and play, let alone make the cut. Mm-hmm. It was sick. And it was uh, incredible. Did you see 18 with Rory and Morikawa? That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. That was awesome. I also saw something that said, like, Rory forgot how to celebrate. They went through his, <laughs> he didn't know what to do. He's like, I saw something that was lefty like, throw. Something about jazz hands, too. Yeah, he, like, didn't know. He just lost all. He blacked out, basically. He was, yeah, he was going crazy. But, I mean, what a fucking round. What did he shoot, 65? Eight under. I want to say it was yeah, eight under. I think he shot 64. God, it's like low round of the tournament, too. Um, Second yeah. place. Yeah, and to do it on Sunday, and like, right up into the top five. Um, 
Can we talk about the billboard now? Yeah, we need to touch on this. And that's bullshit. I, are, we bullshit. Surprised? are we surprised? Listen, I'm, I'm so an investor in the company. I'm so out on okay? John Boy. I hope they hear this. I'm an investor in the company. I'm a big John Boy guy. Damn, big fan of John Boy. I like the company. I like what they do. My favorite pod is the compound pod. <laughs> but, but there's a billboard in uh, New York. Okay. It's pretty close, pretty close to Yankee Stadium. It's pretty sick, though. It's a pretty sick billboard, too. Pretty cool billboard. Okay. I don't know how it could be cooler. It has all of the shows on the billboard. That's awesome. I'm like, oh, wow. Everybody's shows on there. Even I zoom in, like, oh, the compound, until I see that the compound's in the bottom right. And somehow the artist who made the billboard decided to basically cut off not only Parse Rum, but also Dakota's name. Insanity. Absolute insanity. It's just unacceptable. And the- I need, Tom, I need you to Sharpie in Dakota's name on that bill. I need some graffiti. On the billboard. Hey, Anybody who's listening to this, who's in New York, take a sharpie to that thing. And the hey. craziest thing about the billboard is like you didn't have to like it's just little white powdered like graphics that go over. It. Like why'd you cover it at all? Hey, the boys have been getting the shit out of the stick since we signed. You have to just roll some punches, you know. That's I got a broken microphone. I don't get athletic greens. Dakota's <laughs> name is blurred out. Like what the fuck do we? What kind of organization are you investing in? I was going to say, you know what? I'm pissed at. I'm pissed at Ian. He's, he owns stake in this. This is kind hey, of him. Guys, I have a great opportunity for us here. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. You know, it took a long time for us to get in the office, to get anything in the office. We finally we finally get, you know, a little bit of, oh, a little bit of representation in the office. And then this happens. I thought we were headed in the right We Dakota and I went and visited. We got to see everybody. We got to meet everybody. We say hi. And then before you know it, Zach we went, to to the I went to the office. We're making a commitment here. We're making a push. I didn't even go to the new one. I went to the old stomping grounds where the fucking house that John Boy built was. How many of the other pods have done that, huh, yeah. Zach? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Zero, maybe probably. Can I? Can um, I what I, do you got? What's what's your defense, Tom? From the submarine, <laughs> Tom. <laughs> I I told you guys right away. I said it was fucked. I, you know, I'll stand up for the compound when things are wrong. I love working here at Job Boy. I love our company. That's fucked. I think I tried to do some investigating today because I knew we were going to talk about it. I didn't get a chance to talk to Jimmy or Jake. I talked to a couple other people involved in the design process. I think the reason they did that was I think they were trying to maybe cut out the parse because they're not a sponsor of Job Boy. They're a sponsor of the compound, I think. And I think Dakota may have been uh like a, a ricochet shot <laughs> i just caught i caught a stray bullet I, I caught an absolute stray bullet it's bullshit no it's bullshit and i will say also we put up a couple things in the office from the arizona trip uh and steven brault new cub he's up there compound not up there no pictures of the compound and we have together like everyone has um Almost like if you guys can imagine, like when you go to a frat, they have like those pictures on the wall that's like everyone in the same spot. And so oh, yeah, all- good. I'm glad you invested in a, in a fucking fraternity. Well, there's we we have one that's like similar to that, and every other podcast is on there. 
And I went to look for our picture because we took a picture, the three of us. We did. Not on, not on there. I didn't immediately go to Sam. We put it together. And I was like, what the fuck? And no, she's hey, I'm actually a fan of that. I'm actually a fan of that because I'm not in the picture. So We could have photoshopped you in. What did yeah, she, what'd she have to say for herself? She said there was no active players in that one. It was it was just it was only people who were just podcasters, no active players. I sorry am a that, podcaster. Sorry that, I am a podcaster. I'm not an active player. I'm sitting here rehabbing. You can put me in. I think, bullshit. I think it's a bad job by us, a bad job by the company. Uh, I think next week we need Jimmy on to have some accountability. I think we should bring him on and have some accountability. Hey, do you remember, by the way, Tom just going off how much he loves the company. Doesn't say one thing about loving the compound. I fucking love the compound. <laughs> That's bullshit. Hey, That's not fair. I, I, I just want to get a ladder and go up into fucking the Bronx underneath the subway and start writing on the what? side. Hey, Ian, Ian said that he would pay your fine just like he told Keegan he'd pay his. Dude. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I, I just want to feel like we're a part of the company, you know? I just want to feel like we're valued here. That's where they get you. They give sure you, yeah, you love us. Just, you give I'm, too, money. I'm too pissed. Let's get to the Sloan screen time. I'm over it. I'm over it. I don't care. When don't was the last care. time you saw a Sloan flusher, huh? Uh, today at the field. You know my favorite part? Automatic washers. Don't have to touch the poop. <laughs> <laughs> you Automatic think about washers it. All I'm over dead serious. Think of how you... gross it is to touch a public bathroom to turn on the water. Someone just pooped. You can't turn it on without touching it after pooping, and your hands are dirty. <laughs> if you need an automatic flusher, if you need an automatic hand washer and automatic soap dispenser if you need anything like that sloan you call sloan and they'll take care i still of you. i still see sloan park every day beautiful ball beautiful ballpark what uh what do we got i i didn't get a chance to see them opening day i thought i would what what do we got for screen times today huh 452 that's a lie i can show you my phone zach six seven travel day i'll give him an exception Travel days are always high day. Like, that's just how it goes. And I had to I take my mom today. and girlfriend to the airport this morning. Dakota? So that's another hour. What'd you say? Oh, Tom? Tom? 7.45. Oof. Oof. I was on the phone trying to get... Yeah, you're not making enough calls getting this fixed, though, Tom. Yep. Yep. I'm tired. 4.32. Uh, shit. You win. Fuck. Yes. I was going to say, I'm three hours behind you, not ahead of you. Damn it. Yes. Feels good. Feels good to be the champ. That's team flight, though, time. you're not on your phone on the team flight because you're hanging out with the boys. You're chatting with the boys. I'm a team guy. You're chatting with the boys. Getting to know my teammates. Ever heard of it? And you're rehabbing a shattered kneecap, so. My kneecap's fine. Yeah, yeah well, not with the metal plate in it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, everyone. He does not have a broken kneecap. He'll be in the lineup tomorrow. Heard it here first. I will no way of knowing tomorrow. if that's true. I'm just guessing he's playing. We'll be in the lineup tomorrow. Uh, Quintana's pitching for the Pirates. Old friend, old cubby. Not no, he was on the Pirates. Yep, he is on the Pirates. Um, that's episode one hundred five. I love Parse. You love Parse. I would also like to give a shout out real quick. This is the end of the episode, but I need to shout out Obvious Shirts for opening their store in Wrigleyville. I got to see it uh, a couple times. So cool. Uh, fans were coming from all over. They had lines. It was really awesome. Uh, Connect Roasters sold out of all of our cold brew, which is cool. And um, cool to get to meet a couple fans and talk to them in there. So congrats to Obvious Shirts. And I love Parsi, you love Parsi. Remember that shirt that we made? When I say Parsi, you say... Wrong. Wrong. Nice job, Zach. Good baby. We'll see you next week for episode 106, where Zach's going to bring on a guest. Bye.